Happy Monday, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful day and you had a wonderful weekend. Uh, thank you for being a part of this and for bringing me into your life for a brief moment uh, every every week. I really appreciate it. Right now, the world is in a little bit of unrest, and I appreciate you all taking some time to, like I said, bring me into your life. I really do appreciate it. As the world is in a little bit of unrest, I, I do want to take a moment just to send some thoughts and some good uh, vibes and some prayers and everything out to, to Ukraine right now. Um, our family and our extended family um, have some really uh, close ties to Ukraine and um, just some special thoughts out to them right now. I know that they are, have some, like I said, there's uh, just some close connection to them. And so my, my, all my thoughts and our prayers go out, not just to Ukraine, but also to those family members who they, they know who they are. And I just uh, special, like I said, special thoughts to them uh, during all of this, uh, even before all this, it's, you know, I was, I'm very, those that are close to me, as anyone knows, that I, uh, Mother Bear comes out. If, uh, I, I hold those that I love dear, very, very close to me, and that the Mother Bear comes out at any time that you dare cross any of them, <laughs> anyone that knows me. So uh, during all this, it's just, um, yeah, my heart goes out to everyone. I, if there was a way to bundle everyone up and not and protect everyone from pain and agony and heartache, I believe me, I would. And uh, so just be kind as always. I know that I, uh, at the end of any sign off, I, I, I echo those same sentiments and it's not just something I say, it's something I, I truly do believe I was raised, um, by a mother that they're not worse to describe how incredible she is and she was, and, uh, and to always, uh, you can always lend a helping hand. You can always serve others. Uh, and I know this is not normally the way that this show goes and it's usually upbeat and um, full of life. And that's, that's who I am. I just wanted, this is uh, taking a little bit different turn here, but the world is such that I just think that this message needs to get out a little bit that um, just be kind to one another, everyone. There's always something you can do for somebody else. It doesn't matter how little you have or how much you have, you can always serve one another. So as all this craziness is going on in the world, look to how you can serve someone else. Look what you can do to, to help another person. Um, and I just want to just reiterate that uh, we can always do something to help someone else. Uh, and doesn't matter what you believe or whatever, wherever you are in life, just do something good in the world. Uh, and that may be as simple as opening a car door for someone or opening a door for someone and, or uh, it, it can be something big or, or small or a simple smile. But at the end of the day, just be a good person. Uh, so we'll get off of that. Like I said, it's uh, just there's a lot of craziness in the world um, and we can all be better people. And I know that's something I strive for every single day. And um, and yeah, just We'll, we'll now transition and there's no way to get transition from something very serious like that. And, you know, very, you know, whatever to, oh, yeah, let's go back to happy go lucky Brooke here, but it just, uh, just be kind, be a, be a, be a good person. We can all be, we can all be good people. So um, with that, all right, let's get into this uh, money recap here. Michael Stewart, man, did he just brought a bunch of amazing, great things on Monday or excuse me on Friday. We're a, don't even know what day of the week it is now, man. It's uh, on Friday. He brought a great, a lot of great things on Friday, and just had a great, little awesome tidbits of like 
common thing, common uh, things he sees when dealing with a lot of dealerships and he's dealt with a lot of dealerships and loved having him on. So Michael, thank you so much for being on the show. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, go back and watch it. Find out, hey, do, am I doing this? Am I not doing this? Hey, is it something we can implement? Um, sometimes where we are in our position at a, a dealership that we might not have the authority to do it, but we can take it and say, Mr. or Mrs. Uh, higher up, is it okay if we implement this? Here's why we need to implement it. Let me know if you're doing the things that he suggested or, hey, we already doing it. We really want to do this. Some of the key takeaways that I, I took from it, uh, first and foremost, make sure, please, that you're sending that you're sending your traffic for your, your consumers uh, to the right listing. If it's a sales customer and they bought a vehicle from you, send them to the sales listing. If it's a service customer, do not send them to the sales listing. One, it, Google already thinks that we're spammy and I don't know why, because once again, we're not. We're honest people. Like By and large, we're honest people. So make sure you're sending the, the right traffic to the right listing. And then like the tidbit we went through, uh, if you stayed up the whole time, uh, there was a little tidbit there on how, well, Brooke, if it's service, then we leave out the parts listing. What do we do? I'm not going to spoil it. Go back and watch it and figure out how to get more traffic to your parts listing and what to do there. Uh, the second thing we put on there that was uh, that I, I took away from it is, and we'll get into this at another uh, later on in a couple of weeks on uh, the traffic of the 30-day cycle and how that 30-day cycle does not line up with the e-commerce and how the car industry is not auto industry because the consumer journey is more than 90 days. And this that is such a, it's a pain point and a frustration for our consumers. So how are we counteracting that? It's, we've, we have to put these, these ads out and we put the advertising out for 30 days. And by the time the consumer gets and actually goes through that 90-day cycle, they went through three different, three different uh, ads. So it just is very, very confusing them. They're frustrated. And in some instances, not all, but they believe that, well, it says this, but I also know that I go into the store that if I just go talk to Bob over here, the manager, the manager is going to give me a better, a completely different deal and a better deal. So why would I even trust your advertising? So there's all these different frustrations and the 30 day cycle doesn't end up with the, doesn't align with the 90 day cycle. And that was another, that was my second takeaway. My third takeaway with their that I really liked uh, how he brought up was the custom ordering. Websites are not meant to deal at this current moment in time. And I think we're getting there. We're on the right track, but with inventory shortages. And so kind of the th some of the things he was talking about with what he's doing with some of his stores, that was a really good takeaway as well. So those are the three main things that I took away. Uh, and I think we're just really great little, little nuggets for me. And hopefully you did too. Let me know what you all thought. What were some things that you took away from it? And once again, are you currently doing them? Is it something that we would like to do with that? Let us know. What do you, what do you find valuable in that? March, March is around the corner. We're on a February 28th right now. So we're end of month going into a new month, month March, hopefully we're starting to see some sunshine now. Us personally, we're taking off to Florida here shortly. I'm super excited about it. Um, I've traveled a lot in my life. I've last time I was actually at Disney and rode the rides. I was four years old, had a bit of a traumatic experience. Uh, if my family's watching this, they'll remember I was four. I had a little red, white, pink polka dot bow. Why I remember this at four years of age, I have no idea. But I was so excited. I come from a large family. There are six kids in my family. The time my youngest brother, Jordan, he was on in the first episode, uh, he had been born. He was uh, in my mom's stomach, but uh, hadn't been born at the time. So I'm so excited. Can't wait to ride the ride. 
And I'm like sitting all super tall. My bow is tall enough to get on the ride. But they tell me she's not old enough to ride the ride or not tall enough. And I am heartbroken. And I just start bawling. I'm so, I like literally devastated, like scarred for life. I couldn't believe I couldn't ride the ride. Uh, so my whole family goes and rides the ride and I'm stuck. And my mom's like, don't worry about it, honey. Like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, you'll be fine. And from that point, I have not been back to Disney. I walked through Disney. I lived in Japan for a year. So in, uh, in Osaka, Japan, they have Universal Studios. I was walked around there, but I've never as a, since I was four, ever been back to Disney to actually be at any part to ride the rides. So this, uh, this upcoming week, we're heading out to uh, Florida for a while and be able to you know enjoy the sun, get away from the craziness of the, of the snow. We've gotten a lot of snow this week, so get away for a bit and actually going to experience Disney. So I'm so insanely excited to do that. Uh, we've got some, got some friends down there, so spend some time with them. But super, super excited. And hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, I'll be tall enough to ride the ride now. So very, very excited about that part that I can ride the rides and experience. And from a uh, business aspect, I've always been very intrigued with Disney. And Chris, my other half, is uh, he's taught me a lot of he's been able to go behind the scenes with Disney and all about their business practices. And he's the one actually taught me more about how Walt Disney did um, all of that. And he always kept uh, when he was he was in the auto industry for like 30 years and always kept a laminated um, a little laminate, laminate, like a little card about how the do the, the, the um, can't talk here, but the how what Walt Disney's best practices and what he would give to what they're called cast members. They're not called employees they are called cast members and just how to go about things and why he was so successful. And I was always very intrigued by that. So I'm really excited to go there, not just obviously to experience Disney and all of that, but uh, just from the, the business aspect of how they treat everyone and their customer service and um, all that. So very, very excited. Uh, and we will actually be doing the show in on next Monday uh, in Florida. So bringing a little bit of sunshine to all, all of the craziness here. So we've got month, we've got the uh, Florida. And then the week after that, we've got NADA, which is super exciting. Who's all going? What What are you excited to see at NADA? What booths are you going to? What uh, Who are you excited to, uh, to go listen to speak? Uh, let me know. And then additionally, with all of the, there's so much packed into, into March here. We've got so much going on. We also have Women's History Month. And obviously being a female, that's something that hits home really, really big to me for obvious reasons why. Uh, we also just had the U.S. women's uh, soccer team just after a six-year battle for equal pay just settled. I believe it was, uh, I'm going to check my facts here, but I believe it was $24 million that they settled. And that's something that growing up playing soccer, I played multiple sports growing up, but the two main ones I played soccer and basketball. I started playing as pretty much the time that I was able to walk. I was playing soccer and basketball. Uh, Mia Hamm, I was a diehard Mia Hamm uh, lover. And so this, to this day, I still love Mia Hamm. The whole, that whole legal battle, and we're, we won't get a ton into it, but the whole thing just is, is so interesting to me on so many different levels of being a woman, being a woman in a very male dominant space uh, and watching, uh, and experience a lot of the same things that they experienced, uh, from an equal pay and just how you're treated. And, uh, very, very interesting. Anyone that doesn't know, just a couple of tidbits, uh, facts on this is that six year battle, uh, and the $24 million settlement. 
they are splitting $22 million. The other, uh, the other $2 million is, is to benefit players in their post-soccer careers and charitable efforts aiming at growing the sport for women. If you go back to 2018, the FIFA World Cup, they had the men's had 32 uh, teams in it. There was a $400 million prize. Uh, France won it and they got, I think it was 30, 38 million. U.S. men didn't qualify. Then you go to 2019, the women's uh, FIFA World Cup, there are 24 teams. The women won it again. They were competing for 30 million. The women got 4 million. So we just go back and back and forth of how this is massive discrepancy of the women just continue to win, continue to win, continue to win, continue to win. And there's this massive discrepancy of the pay. And you see this not just in sports. You don't you see it in the workplace, uh, the difference of pay in general of what it, it's it's everywhere. And it's not just women. I'm fully aware that it's not just women. It's you see it in races, you see it in everything. So um, it just got me. It's I, I I'm very glad this was settled. I'm glad we're moving in the right direction. Um, it, I find it coincidental that it's going into March that this was also it's just. Yeah. And like I said, being a woman and having my own business and a small business there, that is something that's um, will never, ever happen. You, you pay, pay people equally. It doesn't matter. It's obviously based on merit, but um, yeah, I just did something very, very, very near and dear to my heart um, being who I am. So I now transition into this Friday, we have Josh dream. For you all that don't know Josh, I, Josh is, as we, as you all will meet him on Friday, is just a ball of positive energy, man. The first time I met him, I will never forget, uh, we, we worked together uh, about uh, 10, 11 years ago. And I just knew from the moment I met him that, that this individual is just destined for greatness. And he has done just that. He, uh, a little bit of background on him is these. HR ish, but he's just more, he is, he does motivational speaking. He, uh, he does a little of everything. I don't want to spoil it too much, but we're going to get into more of, uh, empowering your employees and employee centric, uh, culture. And we get into some deep, deep thoughts of it as well as towards the end, it kind of got a, even a little bit more deeper. So, uh, more deeper, which is absolutely horrible English there and grammar. So, uh, I apologize to all my English and grammar teachers out there because I am a grammar nut and I just did more deeper, which is uh, atrocious there. Uh, but so excited for you all to meet him and to hear from him. And he has got so many amazing things uh, to provide to uh, just to to give all of us. And while, yes, did he spend some time in the auto industry? Yes. So he does have that to offer to our industry. He has so much more to offer to so many different things as well. It's empowering your employees. How, how can we go and say, check in, Hey, is this working for you? Is this not, how can I better serve you and make things better for you and our team so that we can all succeed? Because what has happened prior to the pandemic to what is happening during the pandemic to what is happening now, employees now are, uh, they are to a point that, Hey, I can, I can leave. I can get a better thing. I can get this. I can get that. So in order to keep our teams together and to make the most successful uh, business, we got to make sure that our employees are happy. And I'm sorry, a ping pong table is not that. Uh, it, it's not. So how how are we keeping employees? How are we retaining the employees? How are we then re- recruiting and hiring quality talent? Because I can go and, and just grab anybody I want and sit them in a chair. 
but that's, that's not, that's not going to retain that. So just a little bit of everything, but more or less is, is in that culture and, and going through it. And uh, there's just so many different things we talk about in, in this next session. So I am so excited to, to have you all, like I said, be a part of it and learn from it. And uh, yeah, super excited. And he comes with a load of resume as well, where he has been on the Today Show. He's been, he was the Harvest Business Innovation Lab. He's, his YouTube channel is blown up with like hundreds of thousands and millions of views. So um, super excited for you all to meet him. And to wrap this all up, be safe this weekend, this week. Have a great week. I can't wait to see you all on Friday. And as always, be a good person. Lend a helping hand when you need one, when someone needs one. If you feel, hey, I feel like I should, you know, have that. I need to pick up the phone and call someone. Just call them. Don't think about it. Don't hesitate. Pick up the phone and call someone and tell them that you love them, that you care about them. Life is short. Let someone know that you care about them and love them. So uh, everyone, have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for letting me be a part of your life. And we will see you all on Friday. Have a wonderful rest of your day.